0: What's going on, guys? My name is Jonathan. I'm joined by three wonderful esteemed guests today. Jared, would you like
1: to start off with the introductions? Hey, I'm Jared. I run the M6P.com, all things Marvel, all the time. Check us out on Facebook. Jonathan is a, is a big fan, and he does my show, so I do his show. We help each
0: other out like that.
1: That's we, right.
0: We got we to have each other's backs. Also, Sam,
2: what's up, man? Tell us
0: a little bit about yourself.
2: I'm um, Sam. It seems like I'd rather be on uh, Jared's website than yours right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give everyone the, uh, the every man's opinion to all of this stuff. Um.
3: <laughs> What's up, Daisy? Uh, I'm, I'm Daisy. I have the privilege of being Jonathan's brother in law. And uh, so I was the last option. He ran out of options pretty much. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't rather be anybody else, buddy. And uh, today we're going to have a discussion about the, uh, or it's actually a retrospective of the Toby and Andrew Spider-Man films. We all, in our spare time over the week, Some of us watched some of the movies, some of us watched all the movies, some of us didn't watch any of the movies, but we have fond memories of those films either way. And we know, I mean, I'm sure all of us have seen those movies (laughs) quite a few times. With the possibility of Toby and Andrew coming back into the MCU, don't forget this is not guaranteed yet, but with that possibility looming, we thought it would be appropriate to talk about these old films. And me personally, I went back and watched the whole Toby trilogy and I got to say I like somewhere along the lines of like a year or two ago, I can remember thinking like those definitely didn't age well. And the performance from green goblin, William Dafoe didn't age well. And, you know, I remember thinking that those movies just in general didn't age well and they, they became cheesier with time, but honestly watching those again, I had a really good time. I mean, there was really good performances from the uh, older lady, I don't know her name, that played Aunt May. You know, Toby Maguire is just gold. Yes, there's a lot of cheesiness to it as well. You kind of get that early 2000s cheesiness. However, I really enjoyed the first two films. Even the first one, like the special effects, yes, they were dated. Uh, the Green Goblin and some of the things that he did and, you know, felt a little uh, Batman and Robin-ish from the 60s. <laughs> Uh, but overall, I had a good time with them. I mean, even the third one, I still had fun. Don't get me wrong. It's a terrible film, but I still had a good time watching them. What do you guys think?
3: It's like such a confusing review. It's like they were such terrible, I loved it. <laughs>
0: yeah, terrible in a good way.
3: Yeah, I watched the first and second one, and I didn't watch the third one, and I told Jonathan I wasn't going to because I just could not stand the third one uh, at all. Watching back through the first two, I really did enjoy certain elements of it, and I think more of, more so of just how Sam Raimi kind of told the story. And I think I enjoyed that more so than there were definite, like, a lot of flaws, and I think actor choices and things like that that I didn't like so much that were kind of the flaws for me, but I really did enjoy the uh, storytelling a little bit as far as going back and expecting it to be super cheesy, which... To a degree, yes, it was compared to what it is now, but
1: uh, it wasn't like nails on a chalkboard bad, I don't guess. Yeah, I did not go back and watch them. Uh, Jonathan called me this week from the hospital and said, hey, do you want to be on the show last minute? Went, well, what in the world, dude? So, yeah, I didn't have time, but I can remember them vividly because I remember, I remember like X-Men came out and like, how are you going to top X-Men? X-Men is the best. Yeah, X-Men number one from 2000. And then of course this was before the MCU stuff. So then Spider-Man came out. Wow, like it's definitely like imprinted on my brain uh, because before that it was just Batman and Superman. I mean, Blade came out, but I never went to see Blade when I was a kid. These, you know, the X-Men and Spider-Man movies from the early 2000s are just uh, great memories, really good memories. I can remember skipping chapel. I went to a, a Christian university Chapel started at 10 and you'd have to scan in your card and then go to Chapel. And I remember leaving Chapel, like I went and I scanned in and I left uh, and went to the door and they said, you know, why are you leaving? And I said, I got a movie to see. And I, <laughs> I left, so that, that wasn't good but it was totally worth it to see Spider-Man in theaters. Tobey Maguire for me was great at the time. He was yeah. great at the time. Watching back, looking back and thinking like, He's a little too dorky for me. He's a little too much of a doofus. Um, I feel like Peter Parker was always like a suave dork. And that's why I know no one agrees with me, but I liked Andrew Garfield quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But we're not talking better about that. Better than right. Toby? We're talking about Toby. <laughs> you like Andrew better than Toby? I did. Yeah. yeah. Wow. But I mean, that's what we had for the time. My thing with the uh, Marvel movies, and I've told Jonathan this before, is I like costumes. I like bright costumes, I like capes, and that's what I wanna see. So the Tobey Maguire movies had a lot of talking. They had a lot of stuff not in costumes happening all the time, not super villains in their costumes running around. And so for me, those were super slow parts because I am very much into superhero, fight, shoot lasers out of your fingers kind of thing. Yeah, I think Aunt May was amazing. I think she was great. I think she sh- blows Marissa Tomei out of the water uh, yeah. as Aunt May. Uh, like you had said, Daisy. You know, with some of the dated stuff with Green Goblin, he definitely looked like a Power Ranger villain of the week. Um, but I think uh, Sam Raimi was probably like getting. You know, nothing had been done like this before. Bryan Singer just did X-Men. Blade was totally different. Not even a comic book movie in many aspects. It was just a horror movie with vampires. And uh, so he was getting his feet wet. And that's why I think the second one just blew us all out of the water. It was like perfect almost from beginning to end. Doc Ock was amazing. The story was great. The visuals were much improved. You have the the subway car scene where he's you know ripping like iconic stuff from the second one and uh then the third one i'm with daisy as well like we just don't mention that we just pretend like it ended at two and three never really happened yeah
0: it's really amazing all the storylines and and uh things that were going on that Rami was balancing you know on like the uh <laughs> my brain's not working right now uh balancing <laughs> the plates i guess you could call it whatever But, I mean, there was a lot of stuff going on in that movie. You had lots of characters. You know, you had the thing going on with Harry. You had the thing going on with Aunt May and her being disappointed about him letting her uh, Uncle Ben die. Then you had the stuff that was going on with these villains, you know, like. In the second Spider-Man film, I thought they did a really good job of balancing all those stories and making it so heartfelt. You know, it was a good movie. Great film. What do you think, Sam?
2: (laughs) I mean... Uh, personally, I wish that I would have left the movies as a memory because they were, you know. Uh, I do agree with that. Like, uh, I, took the graphics and everything with a pinch of salt. You know, what I mean, all the special effects. I get it. Back then, I didn't notice one problem with it at all. Because it you wasn't know, a problem you know? with it back then. Yeah, yeah. Going back, it was a little tough, but you know that 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 wasn't a problem for me. I forgot that. I would definitely agree with the Toby Maguire comment. Like, he he's too too dorky and he, there was no evolution of him across all three movies right I mean the last movie was terrible but I felt like I was looking at the same dude as I was in in the first one and what was the year what was the timeline between the first and third in the movie it was what four four years maybe roughly um, he wasn't supposed to be in high school in the first movie, one. so I felt like I was, he was still in school but the first movie he was too old for school in the first place on, on how he uh you know how he acted and stuff like that and so um, you know, and then the second one was, the second one is still definitely, I agree, it's like the best one, but I just this, found this plot hole where Dr. O slings that taxi at, uh, through that restaurant uh, window where they're both sitting there, and at the point he was looking for Peter Parker, he didn't know he was Spider-Man, and he's just launched a taxi straight at his head through a thing, and it's only because he was Spider-Man he survived and saved MJ, but realistically that wouldn't have happened, he'd be dead so you know just little bits (laughs) like that that his only lead would have been dead (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) at the time like you don't notice that stuff but you know when you're going back watching and now with the up-to-date marvel things with everything being, being so perfect and so well thought out that things like that just don't happen you know but back then they did and and i just became kind of super aware of it but you know thanks for Costing me six hours this week, I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem, buddy. But I, and then lastly, I would agree. I Andrew Garfield's like portrayal or Peter Parker for me was is better. Like I can I believe he is a better Spider Man. The rest of the movie, the plot, nah, right? Like I'm on board with that. But his acting ability, you know, decisions with that character were better for me. Thank you. I don't know. Like I guess. That's where audiences
0: are split like for a lot of people they felt like Andrew Garfield was too cool of a guy to be Peter Parker. Peter Parker in my mind at least needs to be that nerdy loser type person, you know, and then he, you know, gets bitten by the spider and things change for him. It's almost like a story of going through puberty in a a way. I think the first film I mean it's it's there's a lot of parallels between that and puberty. I don't know. I mean, yeah, for me, Andrew was just too cool of a, you know, too cool for school. The movies, it definitely didn't help that his movies were, you know, the first film was basically just a retelling of everything that happened in the first Tobey Maguire movie. And, you know, like, it felt like I had seen that movie. It was like deja vu watching it in the theater the first time. And then uh, the second Amazing Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. Don't get me started on that one. That one tells Spider-Man 3, oh, you think you're the worst Spider-Man movie in history? Hold my beer. I'll, I'll do you.
2: Ugh. I hate this song.
0: That's the, for the me, I guess.
2: Good bit, the only good bit about that movie is when she dies. Like, that's like the only <clears throat> part that you didn't think was coming that, that was kind of exciting to a degree. It was very
0: well done, too. I <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. And their chemistry was good. You know, I think in real life, they were actual couple or something like that. So they had good chemistry between each other, but overall those films, man, even the first amazing Spider-Man movie, like the lizard in some ways was kind of cool, you know, but it was ultimately a super cheesy. We've already talked about you guys, like, you know, who your favorite version of Spider-Man out of those two were. If you compare Tom Holland, to these two guys, which one do you think overall, not just talking about who's the better Peter Parker, who's the better Spider-Man, but overall, who is your favorite actor that plays Spider-Man out of those three? Uh,
3: for Well, for me, Tom Holland, several of you have mentioned kind of how Toby Maguire even did with the character of Peter Parker. And he's happened to force himself to be a character that he's legitimately too old to actually portray and all of this. And him and Andrew, I feel like, had to force themselves to be a character that they weren't really 100% comfortable being. Whereas I feel like Peter, I mean, uh, Tom Holland, literally, I feel like we're watching who he actually is on real life. Like it's very believable, the way he portrays the character. Like when I read comics, Spider-Man comics when I was a kid, man, this is what I would have portrayed a live action. He's the right age, he's the, the right mentality, just dorky, but at the same time, like he's just absolutely the
1: best at, I don't know, man, he's just, he, I feel like he really does a great job with it. I'm with Daisy. Tom Holland is, is definitely my favorite of the, the three. I think he's just like a great combination of the first two, Andrew Garfield probably was too cool to play Spider-Man and Tobey Maguire was just too dorky. And I feel like Tom is right in the middle that uh, honestly the biggest thing that works against Tom Holland is they just don't let him be the character and breathe. He always has Iron Man in his movie or uh, he's, a, he's a, uh, one of 1,700 characters in Civil War or one of a billion characters in Endgame and he doesn't always get to just star as a solo in his movies. And if he got to just be like one of the Sam Raimi movies where he's just in New York and he gets a bad guy and he fights him, I think Tom would even shine brighter than he has so far. He wouldn't be encumbered by playing a sidekick or sharing the screen, uh, making a duo movie.
0: Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, Tom Holland captures everything perfectly. You know, like you guys said, I mean... He's the perfect amount of nerdy. He's the, he's the perfect age. Even though he's like 23, 24, whatever, he gives you that feel of, uh, you know, like a high school. Like he makes you believe that he could be a high school student, unlike Toby Maguire, who felt like a 34-year-old who was acting like a high school. Yeah,
3: yeah one, real quickly, one of my favorite things about the way he portrays the character is that it's almost like he never loses overwhelming surprise of what he can do his abilities are always like surprising him. Like it's all, he's always discovering and he never gets to this like overly confident, if you will. Like, it's always just like, if you envision like what maybe I would be like at that age, being able to do these things is very surprising. Even that kind of childlike when he's on the ship and he's literally leaving the atmosphere of the earth. And just like that, that mentality that he has, that insecurity that's kind of always present,
1: I feel like is a very good delivery of the character. Yeah, that's really good how you said that. It's a uh, uh, Toby McGuire was almost scared. He came off scared. Tom comes off un- unsure, and we're going to yeah. figure out how this works. And Andrew Garfield is like, I know what I'm doing.
2: I mean, I'm another fanboy for sure. I mean, I don't want to jump on his bandwagon and hype him up too much in case he watches, you know? But no, he does a good job. <laughs> yep. um, and, but I uh, I agree as well with Jared, Like, I'd love to see him more solo in this movie because even even with Mysterio, he was still buddy-buddy a lot of the way through. So it'd be good to see him go through some some things and evolve again, right, as he gets older and older and older.
0: He always and, has that mentor figure, you know, like the first one was Tony Stark. Then, like you said, the second one, it was Mysterio. And then, you know, Nick Fury as well was kind of a mentor type character for him. And in this new one, it looks like Doctor Strange might feel that role. But yes. Yeah, maybe we will see. By the way, I don't know. You guys, have you guys all been watching What If? I I know Daisy has. Sam, you haven't watched that yet, have you?
2: I struggled so hard with the Captain America one that I haven't turned it back on. Hey, and so, <laughs> don't
0: give up on it because it all builds to something that's like, I, a, know, I know. oh man, I'm so glad that I, that I stuck with that show because there were some episodes that were rocky and I was just thinking like, why are they even doing this? But we're starting to get off topic a little bit, but it's overall, I mean, it's, and Stephen Strange in that show, man. Oh, it makes you, wow. makes you love Stephen Strange. But, yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with this film. There's that possibility. I'm pretty sure at this point that we can safely say that Venom's going to be in the film. A Venom played by – what's the guy's name again? Tom Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, Tom Hardy. A Venom played by Tom Hardy is going to be in this film. I think it's safe to say that is almost 100% because we saw the post – oh, anyway, I'm not going to talk about that yet. So, uh, (laughs) and uh, (sighs) – we've talked about this on the show before various different people have talked about this on comic book cinema book, but I think it would be so disappointing if all the super Marvel like movie fans went to the theaters opening night and Toby and Andrew were not in this film, but don't forget guys, that is still a possibility. Disney, no official like statement has been put out by Disney Marvel, anything like that. I mean, We've heard the rumors through these other you know, websites. We've seen the possible pictures that could be fake, that might not be fake, of, of Andrew Garfield in and his Spider-Man costume. But it is not 100%. How possible do you think that is? Do, would you say that that is more than a 50% chance that that could happen or less than a 50% <laughs> chance that that
2: could happen? I'll let you start off, Sam. Uh, I think at this point it's more – I wonder – if, uh, if they weren't in it, but the rumors got so big that Disney were like, crap, let's get them in here real quick <laughs> uh, for a cameo, you know, out of panic. But I will add to the to that, I would be super excited to see Tobey Maguire now. If he's allowed to have aged, you know, 30 years and be just an old dude like uh, in a, um, the one, the cartoon one. Into the Spider-Verse. Yes, like the way that that Peter Parker is, um, that would be awesome to see. Because I think he would absolutely, because he's a great actor and he would crush that. And so is Andrew Garfield. So like as supporting cameos, they would just crush them roles that they're now old enough to be in. <laughs> I hope that it's not just a cameo. I hope that it's not just like a two
0: little two minute scene. They're in and out, you know, and then that's it. I hope that it's something that maybe like in the third act of the film, they need all three Spider-Men to come together and, you know, you kind of get hints that they're going to be in the film later, but I don't know. What do you think, Daisy? <clears throat> My expectation is if they are in the film, it would be more of a cameo a role. Personally,
3: that would probably be more of where I would want it to be. I don't want it to take. I don't want it to take too much away from what's already happening. Their presence is going to take them being with Tom Holland. I feel like it's going to take. <clears throat> I guess sharing the limelight a lot in that moment. Um, I'm not a huge fan of because he's already going to be sharing the screen with so many different crossovers in that moment. I mean, we've already, uh, we've already seen Doc Ock, we we saw the, uh, we heard the laugh of Green Goblin, and we know all of this is going to happen. And so it's kind of like when Infinity War first came out, it was like how many, how much crossover are we going to see, and all of that. And you don't, I don't feel like it's super beneficial to add too much to a film. It kind of becomes a fan service, like Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. It just became a fan service. How much can you put in one film to make everybody happy? And so I'm against that. But I would, I, as a
1: fanboy, I would love to see the cameo way for sure. I think if we could get the runtime to four hours. I would be fine with it being long you know. like Toby come on in have a seat tell us what Spider-Man's been up to for uh, uh 20 years like Sam said he's gotten a little older maybe he's got a little bit of a belly uh you know half of his villains have died Aunt May has passed on sure I'd love to hear you tell us a little bit but only if it's a four-hour movie because this is a Tom Holland Spider-Man movie I just got done saying I'm tired of him sharing the spotlight So I then can't say, and now I want him to share the spotlight with Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. So just swing in, do a little bit, and then then head out just for a little bit. But I think it's probably a 90 to 95% chance that they're going to be in it in some role, in some shape or form. They've done interviews with both of those actors, and they both play coy. They don't have a relationship with Disney as far as I know. So what would be the reason for them not to just come out and say, seriously, like, stop asking me about that i'm doing this other movie and all you want to do is talk to me about marvel stop it i'm not in it leave all me right. alone And no no one has come out and said that they're all like oh i don't know you know <laughs> so. but they
0: have denied though andrew garfield was like he was like i am not in this i don't know what people are talking about but i, I definitely think that it's it's more than a 50 percent chance too I, I think at this point marvel i don't know whether or not we're going to see that in the trailer i think that's going to be something they say for the actual film to be a surprise for the fans and that i could be wrong about that too you never know the next trailer we get in a month might have all three of them pop up together but
1: jonathan do you you think that they're going to show up in spider-man or in doctor strange if they show up or both
0: that's a good question uh i think for sure spider-man i never thought about doctor strange If they show up in Spider-Man before Doctor Strange comes out, there's a there's a possibility we could see them again. But I honestly think because both of these films in a way are kind of similar, I think that there's a possibility we could see some wild and wacky cameos like a Hugh Jackman coming back just for a one off, Uh, maybe even like some Netflix characters, Marvel Netflix characters. There's been a lot of rumors and speculation on that as well lately with Charlie Cox, uh, the guy that played Matthew Murdoch, Daredevil, in the Netflix series. Even John Bernthal, the Punisher, the new version of Punisher. I'm not sure how sold I am on those cameos or even Hugh Jackman, but a lot of that has been talked about. So at this point, I, nothing would surprise me. I think that, yeah, if they show up in this Spider-Man film, there's a 30% chance that they'll pop back up again, maybe in a Doctor Strange movie, but... Maybe Doctor Strange is going to save some, you know, other cameos and crazy appearances that we wouldn't expect. Like, I've even heard rumors talking about like not Wesley Snipes, but someone from that era coming. Maybe it was Wesley Snipes even, you know, coming back as. But I don't think they would do that either because they have the new actor coming in Mahershala Ali that's going to play the new version of Blade. So maybe they don't want to confuse audiences before the new version of the character even comes out. So I don't know, man. I mean, at this point, nothing would surprise me. I think they're going to save a lot of big surprises for both those films.
1: There's been a lot of talk, too, about Captain Carter showing up in Doctor Strange, because What If is an MCU project. It's not just its own cartoon doing its own thing. So I'd be up for that. But again, just a a small cameo, five to ten minutes. Yeah. Get her out of here.
0: I'd be cool with it, too. I think it'd be fun. So I know Sam loves Captain Carter. <laughs> we'll see what happens, guys. I think that uh, it's, it's a high likelihood that, that we'll see those guys pop up in that film. Yeah, they both have a lot to bring to the table. So uh, thank you so much for joining us today, guys. I really appreciate you coming in and stopping by for the show. Uh, guys, if you haven't checked us out on Instagram yet already, you can look us up at Real Comic Book Cinema. You can also find us on Facebook. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. We appreciate you guys uh, checking the videos out today. Uh, anybody have anything they want
1: to plug? You can check us out at the M6P.com, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, all the things that the kids are doing these days. Check out the M6P. That's where you'll find us. You guys good? I'm <laughs> good.
0: <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Have a good one. <laughs>